0: Hey, beautiful people I love. Hope y'all are having a great, great day so far. My day is off to a tremendous start. Um, You know, normally when the time changes backwards, forwards, all that kind of stuff, I'm pretty much unaffected. But listen, this time, I'll be ready to go to bed at eight o'clock. Like, ooh, it's been a long day. But what's weird is like four o'clock, I'm ready to start the day. And I'm like, please. So normally I sleep till I'm finished, right? I've been finishing early, um, which I'm just like, I'm not really trying to be like in the bed at eight o'clock, but I'd be ready because it'd be dark and like, like you leave a house that I was going somewhere last week and uh, I think I left my house at 530 and it was like just getting dark. I came back home. It was nine o'clock. I swear I felt like I had been on a whole day trip. I was just like, this, this, and and Georgia doesn't have lights on the streets anyway. So this time change has definitely been something different for me. But I am doing well. Let's see, what can I update y'all on? So, you know, I've been doing this series on Think and Grow Rich for the past several weeks. Why would I do thinking grow rich? Because, you know, in case you don't realize it, your mindset needs to be upgraded. Because if you've heard yourself say what you're not taking into 2023, but you haven't changed anything in your mindset, you're taking the same thing into 2023 because you're taking the same thoughts that created whatever it was that you say that you're not going to take. Okay. So doing the series on Think and Grow Rich, it's just like, let's upgrade our mindsets. And I'm not a this year, next year, 2023 is all about me. I've never been that person. But for those of you who are, this is just a really, really good time to upgrade your mindset. It's always a good time to upgrade your mindset. But I think this is a particularly good time because we see so many things changing, you know, just like with the economy and what people are saying is a recession and that kind of thing. So you always want to be thinking higher thoughts, thinking better thoughts, thinking differently. You know, how can you become more valuable? How can you learn more and apply what you learn so that you become more valuable, you know, to yourself, to those that you are responsible to? At least that's the way that my mind thinks anyway. And because also so many things are happening, it's very, very important that I am anchored, right? I'm anchored in my mindset and how I'm thinking and how I'm approaching things, that I'm anchored spiritually. So that's where that stems from. Let's upgrade these mindsets. Let's keep upgrading the mindsets. Let me tell you, though, about something that happens with information. I've said this before, that knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power, To the extent that you apply the knowledge and it becomes some form of organized plan or you have action, you know, the action steps that come from the knowledge, you just know more. And being smarter is not necessarily going to make you more profitable, right? So that's just something to consider. But the reason why I'm saying that is because there is a scripture in the Bible and it says it's a principle to him that has much more will be given, but basically to him that doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away. So, from a principle standpoint, it's about management and it's about stewardship. So, when you have knowledge, access to knowledge, just just think about your life, the information that you have access to. Y'all don't pay me for this podcast, if you will, right? It's a labor of love for me, but. If there's been things that have changed your life that are more than aha moments, they can be more than aha moments if you do something with the thing that you have been given, right? And so what happens is we become hoarders of information and we become hoarders of knowledge and hoarders of aha moments and we like the feel-good experience and it never goes any further. But conversely, the person who hears a principle, who hears something, and then they go and take action, and now their life is that much better, you see that person moving, right? And you see that person somehow advancing and making progress. And so a lot of times, we and it's not that we have to compare ourselves to other people, but it's what kinds of stewards are we being with the information and the access and opportunities in everything that we have. And so if you haven't been a good steward of it, then you will see a lot of times that even that which you have is diminishing, but the person who has, it seems like they are getting more and more and more, right? And I'll give you a perfect example of this. So you know, I've been working diligently to build my business credit, not my personal credit, but my business credit, because one thing about business credit is that you are not... Penalized for utilization. So if you got a $50,000 spending limit on a business credit card, you can spend $49,999 and you're not penalized for it. Where on the personal credit side, you know, you're penalized when your utilization is over 30%. So I've been working very, very diligently just to build it, right? Well, I get. A notice from Chase the other day, like, hey, your credit line has increased. It's reflected immediately. Oh, okay, thank you. So then on my American Express card, my business card, though, they don't give you a preset spending limit. So I can remember when I got this card, I don't even think it's been six months. The initial limit was very close to what the Chase limit was, right? You just go and check your spending power. Well, I go in there the other day like, let me check my spending power. That spending power has more than doubled. Do you see what I mean? To him that has, much more will be given. Because I've been a good steward over what it is that I have, now they are giving me more, right? You don't always have to be on the struggle bus in life. Become a good steward of information of what it is that you have Finances, money, relationships, access, opportunities. And then you'd be surprised at how much more comes your way. I'll give you another example of this. So my stylist was... um around the time when everybody was applying for the SBA loans and that kind of a thing, she was having a little bit of challenge with it. So I'm like, hey, here's what you need to do, because I was helping my clients with it. I'm like, do this, do that. Okay, they said this. Okay, do this, do that. And then she was getting so frustrated. She said, Letitia, can you please help me? She said, I will pay you to do this. And I said, I said, you don't have to pay me to do this. Let's just walk through it because I want you to get you know what you're trying to get like everybody else. I didn't charge her, wasn't even thinking about it. Well, little did I know that she would be making a multi-thousand dollar investment In this business class, all about business credit and business funding and everything else. And she was telling me about it. And what did she do? She shared all of the information with me, right? You never know how being a steward of relationships, right, is going to work for you. I didn't do it for that purpose. Well, now I have access to this information. And what am I using it for? Not to get smarter. But to be more valuable, to apply what it is that I've learned and what it is that I'm learning so that I can be more valuable, so that I can build my business more effectively, but also that I can be more valuable to my clients and to those people that I serve, that I'm in service to. Listen, it's not that deep, it's really not that deep. We have more access to information than anybody has ever had in the history of man. And somehow we still can't figure things out. Something, something in the milk ain't white right here, right? So you just you just want to consider that. So I'm going to say something else about that as well. And it might it might not it might not seem like it's connected but it is. And that is understanding the principle of honor, right? You will usually not have what it is that you don't honor or you will see taken away from you that which you don't honor. Those relationships, those people, those resources, those opportunities that you don't honor. What do I mean by that? Again, the Bible says that a prophet is without honor in his own hometown, meaning usually the people that are closest to you, that are the most familiar with you, they honor you the least because they know you in all of your capacity, right? So my, my cousin's mom passed um, just recently, and my other cousin, who is his sister, who listens to the podcast, shout out to you. Um, she was telling my mother that she loves the podcast and she listens to the podcast. And my mom said, she says she'd be on point. And my mom said, she must've had a weird look on her face. And she's like, somehow, I guess you don't listen to the podcast. And my mother was like, I wonder if I should be listening to your podcast. Do you be on there talking about me? I said, sometimes. I said, but, but not most times. I said, most times I'm talking about things about mindset. But I told my mother, I said, mom, I said, because you have access to me, you don't see me through the lenses that other people see me through, right? Now, this happens a lot in families. So, I'm just a lot of times I'm just Tish in my family, right? This happens a lot in families. However, this extends outside of families with relationships and with people and things that you have access to. A lot of times you don't even know who's around you, you don't even know the purpose of the people who are around you and and how those people can actually bless your life, your business, take you to wherever it is you're trying to go because you're looking at them through the lenses of familiarity. That same Bible also says that you will know when a prophet has been among you. A prophet is gonna have a spiritual dimension that you can't put your finger on. A prophet is gonna be a catalyst and it can change the entire trajectory of everything that you're doing in life and business, but because we are so, let's see, asleep, because we are so familiar with people, we lack the recognition of those people who can help us get to the place that we've been praying to go, right? And then that person leaves and the access is limited or that person moves on to their next assignment and their next phase And now we're looking around, um, wondering, like you know how they say you don't miss the water until the well runs dry? Your well has dried up, and now it's like, oh man, I want the thing that I had. And all I'm saying is that we don't have to continue to operate like that. Honor those relationships and those people that are around you and watch what happens. No, I don't have to go around people and be like, hey, you need to honor me because let me tell you who I am and, and what I'm here to do. When I'm in a relationship with somebody, business, personal, romantic, otherwise, let me tell you something. I'm always prayed up and I'm always very clear of who and what it is that I'm dealing with, right? The Bible says, know those that labor among you. So nothing is really surprising me about people because I'm praying about it. Uh, but but what typically happens is that they don't know who I am and they don't know my purpose or why it is that I'm sent. And so a lot of times when you don't understand the purpose of a thing, you will neglect, you will abandon, you will abuse. That's just, that's just human nature. So I'm trying to put y'all on game so you can get more out of your relationships, more out of the things and people that you have honor to, right? Let me tell you, One of my friends reached out to me a couple of weeks ago. She wanted my opinion, my advice on something. It was a romantic relationship situation. That girl probably wasn't two minutes into whatever it was that she was saying. And then when she finished, I said, okay, she asked for feedback. That's this, 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 here's what looks like that, blah, 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 this, 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 that. And we probably weren't even on the phone for 10 minutes, right? She was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Then she said, what's your cash app? Because I'm about to send you some money for your time. She didn't have to do that, right? But let me tell you what she understands. She understands honor. She understands access. She didn't take advantage of the fact that, oh, because you're my friend and you would do this for me anyway. Do do y'all understand principles? I wasn't expecting that girl to send me anything, but I sure had a good dinner. Thank you so much. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you understand these principles, you are going to keep winning. You can't miss. I live my life by principles. I promise you. So who is it that you need to honor, right? Who is it that you need to honor? What do you need to honor? Where do you have access to something that you are not really taking full advantage of, that you are not really doing the most of? I'm, 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 I'm trying to tell y'all because then you, we always looking around, scratching our asses, wondering what happened and, and being very reactive instead of being ahead of the curve for a change. So there's that. Let's see what else. The last thing I'll say before I get back into this other part of thinking, grow rich, is here's something that I noticed about people as well, and this is why I will die on this hill of talking about doing the inner work. Listen, the hardest thing, one of the hardest things to do, is to try to give people help people get to, help people attain or obtain something that they don't believe they should have. As a coach, it's one of the hardest things. As a human, it's one of the hardest things because you have a vision board, goals written out, business plans, all of those things. And your belief system still says, I am not worthy of this. There is going to be a value conflict there and you will keep sabotaging it or fear will just overtake you and you need someone outside of yourself to help you see. And sometimes, yes, to hold your hand through this process until you get on the other side of this. But the hardest thing is to give somebody something that they don't believe they should have because it goes against their operating system, right? It goes against their, their, their internal schema, their operating system. And so I'm trying to give you, let's just say, love. And you believe that you are not worthy of love and that you're unlovable. You know what you're going to keep doing? You're going to keep somehow sabotaging it, looking like you're rejecting it and different all kinds of things because your operating system says we don't do love around here. And so this feels very unfamiliar. This feels unsafe because it feels unfamiliar. And so let me get you back to safety. And so you know what happens with your operating system, though, when you don't upgrade it or when you don't update it, it starts running slow. And y'all know we don't like change because I can tell you right now, I have update for my system on my Mac right now and on my phone. And I'd be so slow to do them updates because they're going to change something, right? And that's the same way that we operate. You know, your operating system is completely opposed to the thing that you say that you want in love and in life and in business. And so if you don't consciously and consistently work on those beliefs and have people holding space for you so that they can help move you through those things until you get to the other side and create a new normal long enough, you will continually resist the thing that you say that you desire and perpetuate suffering and misery that does not have to be there. Now, I said a mouthful there, and I can't repeat it because I don't know what I said because it came through me, not to me. So listen to it again. Okay, so all that being said, um, let's talk about think and grow rich. And a couple of things that he's talking about in this chapter He's talking about the power of sex transmutation, but before he kind of got into that, he was talking about the 10 mind stimuli and how the human mind responds to these stimuli and they may be keyed up to really high rates of vibration. So when we are feeling enthusiasm, when we are really moving in our creative imagination or intense desire we are usually responding to one of the following. So think about this. The desire for sex expression. Love. A burning desire for fame, power, financial gain, or money. Music. Friendship between either those of the same sex or the opposite sex. A mastermind alliance. Mutual suffering. Auto-suggestion. Fear, narcotics, and alcohol. Now, let's go again. The desire for sex expression is at the top of the list. And so he talks about the untapped power of sex transmutation that sex, when you understand that your sexual ability, not ability, your sexual energy <laughs> is your creative energy, that you, when you feel the desire for sex expression, that it can be transmuted and you can move into, move that energy towards your projects and towards things that would lend themselves to adding value to your life. So, how might you do that? I was talking to one of my clients about this. I said, what lights you up? What turns you on? I said, use your same sexual creative energy to move in that direction because sometimes the lowest level of sex expression is the physical release of it. Because if it's not combined sometimes with the emotions of love, or you know, those other things, then it's empty. So the desire for sex expression, you can actually transmute your sexual energy into something productive for you, something creative, right? And it doesn't have to be just the physical expression of it. Love, well, I guess he says sex, love, and romance are a powerful threesome that will have you just like creating at the highest levels. A burning desire for fame, power, or financial gain or money. Those people that are money motivated. This is a powerful mind stimuli. Now, here's the thing. We are all innately motivated by something, right? And so that doesn't make what you're motivated by right or wrong. I know my daughter, since a little girl has always been motivated by money. Right now, she don't play about money, owing other people money, and she don't play about hers. Like, the lady who uh, made the alterations to her, her bridal gown asked her to model some other gowns so she could share it on her page. And she said, mm mm-hmm, I sure will. She said, but one thing I don't do, she said, is I don't do things for free. And the lady's like, oh, okay, well, I could give you this or I could give you that. And my daughter laughed, and she's like, no, that's okay. She said, you know, just so we're clear. But she is so true. She she will volunteer her time when she chooses to. But since she was a child, she has been money motivated. I would pay her $50, $100. Can you do this PowerPoint? That's how I got to the top of her list when she was in high school. So whatever you're innately motivated by is not necessarily a good or a bad thing. Music. Listen, y'all understand the power of music. Music can can change your whole emotional state. It can take it up, it can take it down. So pay attention to the vibrations that you're feeling, the way that the the energy in which you're operating when you listen to certain music, right? Also, the lyrics to the music, you know, music can control people like there's a certain beat. If you if you there's a certain beat and certain music that's designed to control. Right. So pay attention to the music that you're listening to and how it's controlling you. Friendship Mastermind Alliance, we already talked about that. Mutual suffering can stimulate your mind. Watch trauma bonding. Watch when you're bonding with people over trauma and over shared experiences that just perpetuate the same emotions and the same cycles, but nobody is moving forward. Auto-suggestion. That is how you begin to reprogram and retrain your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind will try it's best to carry out whatever it is that it hears, does know the difference between truth and reality, right? Between what's real and what's not. Fear, fear is such a powerful stimuli. Do you know that fear a lot of times is a greater motivator than anything? You put fear in front of people a lot of times and then they they get to moving. It's weird that we're wired that way. Narcotics and alcohol, a powerful mind stimuli. It's why so many creatives, they are high all the time when they are creating or they're on some form of, you know, narcotics and alcohol and all of this because it stimulates the mind probably in such a way so that it suppresses just like conscious and restrictive thought. And it just allows the free flow Of creative thought. You know, they don't call them spirits for nothing. But these stimuli are not necessarily, all of these things are not necessarily for our good. He's just talking about the 10 mind stimuli. Now, I would take from this list the things that step up the vibrations of the mind, right? And move you towards physical action. One thing that he didn't list on here though that I'm going to add is food. Because food and what you eat and what you fuel your body with can change the whole process of your thoughts. First of all, try not eating for a few days. Just try not eating like, or, or let's just say you eat, Fruits and veggies, you eat raw or you eat, you drink smoothies and juices for a period of three days, right? If you were able to do a three-day fast, watch how you reset yourself, reset your body, reset your mind. Watch the way your thoughts become so much more keen, so much more sharp. Watch the way you tap in into your creative imagination in a way that you can't and that you don't when you are bogged down with the chemicals and all of the other things that our food contains. So in addition to all of these things, though, he's speaking about the power of sex transmutation. When you feel... Strong, And he's saying that the most accomplished people have the highest sex energies and the highest sex natures. And where we've looked at that and we've thought a lot of times that it was a curse because of the way society paints sex, he's saying that when it's transmuted, it's actually an incredible blessing because you can be more creative than the average person. So for all of y'all with them high sex drives, you can put it in park in terms of the physical release sometimes, especially if all you're having is sex, but your life is, is, ain't about shit, right? You can change the physical sexual energy the physical release of your sexual energy, and transmute it into something creative. Create a project, create a business, use your creative imagination and your sexual energy and your creative energy to accomplish them goals, right? Instead of just the physical, biological release of your sexual energy, Um. I think it's a really, really powerful thing when we understand the power of sex energy, when we understand how it integrates into all of life, when we understand that sex energy does not mean that you have to have sex, but when you understand the power of your creative energy and how it can be used to revolutionize every single thing that you are doing, then I know for me, sex, I look at sexual energy in a completely different way. You know, I remember... Well, in the Bible, it speaks about God's disdain for a man who is spilling his seed. I can understand because the seed has has creative power and it has the ability to give life, right? So such is our sexual energy. How are we wasting our sexual energy? For me, I want to create with my sexual energy. So that being said, let's recap here. Let's upgrade our mindsets. You know, I'm not a going into 2023 kind of a person, but I know many of y'all are. So let's upgrade our mindsets now, 2023 and beyond. Let's just let it be a lifetime thing. Let's think about honor honoring the people, honoring the relationships, honoring access to resources and opportunities that we have. Let's become better stewards over our time, over our money, so that we can be the people who, when something is given to us, we increase it, we multiply it. And thereby, just by that principle, we have more, instead of being on the other side of that equation, that that which we have is taken away. Okay? And then use that sexual energy. Plus, I want you to always remember, if you just change one thing today, like take action on something immediately, and change one thing today, and then do the same thing next week or tomorrow. You will look up three months from now, a year from now, and your whole life will be radically different. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your day.